Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> Time to get stuck into movies, movies, movies. Welcome, Andre. Hi, guys. And welcome in replace of Jack, a guest film lord. I'd like to think of myself as like a, a aspirational film lord, really. Aspiring to. Well, mm. you've made it. Congratulations. Yeah, here I am. Jared Richards from Sleepless in Sydney and also a staff writer at Junkie. Do you do much film reviewing for them? Occasionally when I kind of like argue my way into it, when I'm like, I really want to talk to this person. I got to talk to Bong Joon-ho while he was here. Whoa. So I guess that's still director, The director of Parasite and yeah. Snowpiercer and Whoa. the biggest South Korean director slash name in, in cinema at the moment. That's huge. And also Natalie Port, who's pretty big as well. That's true. And Karen Kusama. I'm mm. very mad that you got that interview, not us, but that's yeah. okay. She was lovely. Anyway, I talked to famous people. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Hey, we have a special giveaway today. Three double passes to a screening tonight at the Hayden in Cremorne. Mm, happy Sad Man. It's a documentary exploring basically male depression and men going through the fields. And it's a local film made by a local filmmaker who's going to come into the studio. Her name's Genevieve Bailey. And we have three double passes to give away to the star-studded screening tonight at Hayden. The cast and crew are going to be there. It's a sick film. And all you want you to do is text in what movie you watch to get through the feels. If you're going through a bit of a bad week or a bad mental health moment, what do you watch to give yourself a bit of a kick? What are your uh, What are your picks for that? Jared, do you want to go first? Sure. So, I mean, embarrassingly, I feel like my first one, my genuine answer is Frances Ha, um, the Greta Gatwig film. Where she runs through New York, she's yeah. like doing ballet dancing through New York, black and white. She's just kind of like a 20-something, nothing's really going right in her life. Yeah. She goes to Paris for 48 hours and sleeps for most of it. I just really relate to it on a hard level, on an embarrassingly hard level, I think. So and, that always makes me feel less alone. And that alone. makes you feel better and yeah. less alone. Um, otherwise, it would have to be The House Bunny with Anna Faris where she plays a Playboy bunny who that gets kicked out. That one I have out. seen. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. Cat Dennings. Yeah, exactly. One of her, like, first roles, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Yeah. On what do you watch to lift you out so, of the So, I definitely watch anything by Sofia Coppola, and then I feel guilty for doing that, and then I take off all my clothes and, like, self-flagellate, like, Silas in The Da Vinci Code and just, like, whip myself going, why do you like that? <laughs> and then I watch Marie Antoinette <laughs> again and again and again. So, Marie Antoinette's my answer. I'm going to have to think about mine. Okay. <laughs> but if you've got a movie that springs to mind that you'd love to put on when you need a little bit of a boost or just to forget your worries and strife and anxiety of this busy modern life, tell us what you chuck on and why. Don't forget to add your name and your supporter number too because you could be winning one of our double passes to head along and see Happy Sad Men tonight at the Hayden Orpheum. Is this its premiere? No, screening? it's doing some like micro screenings around Australia, but this is its premiere at the Hayden, which I feel like is chic. And uh, it's definitely worth uh, time and money. Excellent. Well, while you get those texts in, we're going to go and find out what's been happening in the world of cinema. I should say quickly, too, the last couple of songs you heard were Frank Ocean in My Room and hence, therefore, Census Map Museum. Movie News. And to text in your... uh, movie that makes you feel better when you're not feeling so good 
0409 945 945 so you can win that double pass to Happy Sad Men. Now, uh, Jared and Ange, let us know what's happening in movie news. So we had written here some hot news about Q&A, but I feel like we already know that Q&A was just like the hottest it's ever been. It got pulled from the, it got pulled off iView because it was too spicy, too feminist. That's right. Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot of spider pie swearing, heated debate, and uh, it was 75 minutes long and Jenna and I loved it. And we're wondering, could this be one of our favourite films of 2019? So it's definitely worth a watch, but then I also wonder, it's actually been pulled down because it's under investigation by your old ABC, and uh, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm dumbfounded by it, and for those who got to watch it, uh, you're welcome. Jared, your hot take? Uh, you can find it on YouTube. I actually haven't right. watched it yet because I keep like finding it, going and click on it, and then it's deleted by the time that I get there. So someone's going to put up like a mirror yeah, or something? Yeah, so it just keeps on going up and up and up. It's the episode that the ABC cannot kill, and they shouldn't kill it, you know. I think some of the things that were said on it were very simple. They were things that I say, other people say in conversation. And perhaps people just weren't really ready for that. But they're perfectly fine for Carrie Ann Kennelly to say that Extinction Rebellion protesters should be mowed down. Mm. Mm, yeah, we are talking yesterday about how this PR nightmare could be good news or bad news for ABC. What do you reckon? Um, probably they- bad news, to yeah. be honest, because, <laughs> like, I mean, good news maybe in the short run in that people are interested, but probably bad news in that it will increase eyes on them and possibly cost them funding, which just really sucks. You mm. know, they're not allowed to do exciting or interesting stuff. Instead, it has to be three white men who vote liberal and then one Labour voter and then one feminist Greens voter, and that's the balance. Mm. Take us to Hollywood. I feel like we need to get away from Australia yes, for a little please. bit. Yes, please. What else is happening? Um, well, Leonardo DiCaprio took a picture with Greta Thunberg. Um, <laughs> a selfie? She, yeah, it was a bit of a selfie. They met. Leonardo DiCaprio was like, wow, I have a lot of optimism about the future Leo, because of Leo you. Leo is a little bit of a, a eco-warrior, is, isn't he? Yeah, he is. In addition to dating women a lot younger than him. Could he, we also notice that like Leonardo DiCaprio has won an Oscar for one of the most environmentally damaging films, The Revenant, which was shot in devastating snow, and also Titanic would have wasted a bunch of water. So I know an activist and whatnot, but it's also about the movie choices that you make. But he did take a selfie with Greta Thunberg. He did take yeah. a, a selfie, yeah. Um, Is to, that the end of the news? That's, that's, <laughs> that's literally no, it. a collection of Hollywood celebrity <laughs> news. We also got Timothy Chalamet opening Kid Cudi's show at Co- Complex Con in Long Beach, which was like a nice moment. There have been a couple of Hollywood actors that have opened I always forget shows. Who, I, <laughs> I always forget who Timothy Chalamet is. Can you remind me again? I'm sorry. Call me by your name. Beautiful boy. Right. Looks like me. We right. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also in final Hollywood news, Aaron Sorkin, the screenwriter who who penned The Social Network, one of the biggest films ever made, uh, penned an open letter to Mark Zuckerberg in The New York Times. Now, I can't talk about it because I've been banned from The New York Times, but, Jared, you've read it. and Yes, I have read it. It's quite short, but basically Aaron just goes on about um, Facebook's role in spreading false news genuinely about political candidates in the US. Um, and basically Zuckerberg kind of came out and was like, no, we're going to keep doing it. We don't care. Like, it's free speech to say fake things and to advertise fake things, basically pulling down uh, candidates like Kamala Harris and a couple other Democrats as well by just saying these like ridiculous things that aren't true. Um, and Aaron Sorkin took umbrage at that and was like, "This isn't um, this isn't freedom of speech. It's an attack on freedom of speech." 
It's attack on truth. Well, we are talking about press freedom later in the show. We're going to have Peter Grester uh, join us on the phone to talk about his fight for media rights in Australia. So it is a hot topic at the moment. And I think uh, some other social platforms have recently changed the rules about what can be posted re-fake news. And Facebook is is yet to... um, Join yeah. on to that bandwagon. Mm. Twitter changed their perspective, but that is basically just virtue signaling because nobody advertises on Twitter and they famously don't make any money. Well, I know is that Tumblr banned porn, so I'm the wrong person to ask. It. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, so New Year Brides? No, speaking of ask, we're asking you what movie you chuck on to make you feel a little better. And if you text in with your name and supporter number, you have a very hot shot at winning a double pass to go see Happy Sad. Happy Sad Man. Happy Sad Man tonight at the Hayden Orpheum. The Big Blue has been texted in. The Big Blue? The Big Blue. Oh, true. Oh, as I say in France, c'est quoi ça? I haven't never heard of The Big Blue. Jared? Um, I just remember then it's quite blue. <laughs> I watched it when I was 17 you and trying to study Nemo? French. Yeah. Um, that, that might be mine. I am completely, completely lost and really want to move on to the next song because we have a music themed to reviews coming up. Absolutely. I think we should just go ahead and and chuck on the new one from Haim. What do you reckon? Sounds good before I review it. (laughs) Your movies, movies, movies on mornings. I'm joined by Andre and special guest film lord Jared Richards. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. And wouldn't you know it, the song you just heard, Now I'm In It by Haim, is getting reviewed by Andre, our film lord. That's right, because it's directed by world-famous filmmaker Paul Thomas Anderson, who made Inherent Vice, The Master, Boogie Nights, just like a super well-known... The the music video, you mean? The music video, yes. Uh, Also, I just want to say, are we the new Haim? I'm getting some real Haim vibes from the three of us right now. One, two, three. One, two, Mm. three. Which one are you? Don't know any of their names. They're all the same. (laughs) I'm Haim four. You're Haim four, (laughs) definitely. So uh, anyway, it's basically the most important New Yorker with three names uh, after Sarah Jessica Parker is Paul Thomas Anderson, really well-known filmmaker, 25 Academy Award nominations for his films. And this music video, y'all, it just, uh, it's an emotional facelift. It focuses on tiny details. And to be honest, that's what I've realised is what lifts a music video, like... Not to like point the finger at Cardi B, but like you know, sometimes these big, brash, expensive, wide shot music videos are just like, come on, like give us some ideas, give us something unique, give me something to focus on, and that's what Now I'm In It delivers. It's just got a Fiona Apple vibe, a Joanna Newsom vibe, who are also artists that PTA has directed for. And what can I say? It's the Heim sister pouring the dirtbag diner coffee on the on the table. It's her passing out. Oh, and the whole video clip is about depression, so I feel like we have a bit of a depression vibe going today. And uh, it's just endless emotion, and the editing is super sharp and ep- economical. And what can I say? It's the magic of cinema in a music video, and it's on YouTube, the best place to screen films. Now I'm in it. The new song by Hein, the music video directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm. Anj, what would you review this in a word? Uh, in a word, just uh, is it basic for me to say emotional? That's what it is. Emotional. Emotional. And I want to ask Jared because we've got a La La Land apologist next mm, to us here. True. I want to know what your thoughts are on this uh, beautiful piece of music video. Well, so, like, Haim are just... They always strike me as the coolest people in the world. Like, in a really effortlessly chic way to the point where I kind of don't love them because mm-hmm. of it. I kind of resent them. But I really like this because Haim, one, main Haim, Danielle, I think, 
she can really act. She can. Like, no, she you're really right. goes for she it. She actually can, actually. You know, so while she's walking around feeling really depressed, like, she really sells it. And I think a lot of uh, musicians don't really. Like, the whole point of a music video is just kind of be like, oh, look, Cardi B's doing something funny. Or, like, they're acting as, like, a waitress. But, like, I believe that she's mm, a waitress. Totally. I just love the connection of depression and waitressing because they're two things that go so well together. Oh, I mean, totally. And she gets car washed. She is plunked in a car wash singing the song as the Which spinning cleaners. Which is are really dangerous. You can die from yeah. being in a car wash. I was really worried about her. Survival music video. It's something everyone's wanted to try once, and now Heim number one has, has done it for us. Heim <laughs> <I'm> number one. <laughs> okay, so that's the uh, that's the first of two reviews. Jared, you're going to be looking at a film that I've seen the poster for, got a little bit excited by, and then sort of felt maybe like, oh, this is going to be shit, isn't it? Let's take a listen to the trailer for Doctor Sleep. The world's a hungry place, a dark place. When I was a kid, I bumped into these things. I don't know about magic. I... I always called it The Shining. (laughs) (laughs) And you haven't seen The Shining? No, I haven't. So I really went into this quite blind. I mean, I think... Even if you haven't seen The Shining, and a lot of people probably haven't because it's not actually available on Netflix or Stan or any sort of streaming service. Yeah, it's called illegal downloading, let's be honest. I I have a work computer, so I have to, like, be very legal. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'll get fired. Mm -hmm. Junkie, don't listen. Um, Yeah, anyway, that trailer made it sound really bad. I agree. But I really liked this. So, Doctor Sleep... um, probably would cause, like, snores if that you wanted a direct retread of The Shining, as far as I understand. This sequel to Stanley Kubrick's film, like, goes its own way. It revisits the famous hotel, but it opts out of being a franchise sequel and isn't really that scary unless you're terrified of alcoholism and father-son trauma, which I am. So I found it, you know, there were some moments Super in there. one point. Yeah. And I hate to chime in here, but... The only character that doesn't exist in this shining re re something is the mum, Shelley Duval, who has had the most uh, you know upsetting post career after The Shining. She had a horrible time working with Stanley Kubrick. He pushed her to a he pushed her to a to mental limit, yeah, and physical mm. limits. Recently, she appeared on Doctor Phil in a high publicized stint, and she exhibited an extreme mental illness that we can't quite pinpoint. And she's obviously been very traumatized by things that have happened in her life. And the fact that she wasn't featured in this film, to me, was such a missed opportunity. I mean, they just mentioned that she died. Her character dies very early on. Yeah. Mm. So so young Danny has grown up now, the little boy from The Shining. Yeah. And he's an adult man and he's coming to grips with his father being the crazy crazy murderer type. He's played by Ewan McGregor and he has a lot of baggage from the time his dad tried to kill him, which is understandable. He also has The Shining, so this weird power that seems to do many things and is never really defined in the film. Um, And he ends up trying to use them for good and getting over his alcoholism. So he helps old people in a hospice die and pass on to the better life. But things are complicated pretty quickly on by a group of evil demon people who roam the land. Um, They're led by, like, this Stevie Nicks impersonator uh, whose name is, like, Rose the Hat from memory, which is wild. It was so long. That's what I'm getting at right now. It was a long movie and I wanted it to stop. (laughs) There was a lot 
there's a lot to explain in this film. Mm-hmm. It it is very slow, but at the crux of it, he teams up with this young girl who has a lot of power um, to stop these evil people. Okay, in a word, Jared, how would you describe this? Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Mm. I definitely doctor sleeped in this. <laughs> <laughs> Ange, for a film lord, you, you sure go to sleep in a lot of movies. It's a problem. I'm worried about myself, actually. What is wrong with me? <laughs> would, would you like to, in a word, doctor sleep? Shelley Duvall. Hashtag Shelley Duvall. Where is she? Let's mm. save Shelley Duvall. Well, that's two reviews, and you can find them on the Movies, Movies, Movies Instagram page, which we'll link to on our program page, as well as everywhere you can get to a screening for under 10 bucks this week in Sydney. Just head along to the Mornings with Bridie Tenner, that's me, program page on fbiradio.com, and producer Bree has kindly displayed all this information for you. Okay, let's go to a song now, and when we return, we're going to be talking to the uh, Genevieve Bailey. That's right. Director of Happy Sad Man. Which we are giving away three double passes to go and see tonight at the Hayden Orpheum. All you have to do to win is be a supporter of FBI Radio and text in what movie you chuck on to help you to help lift your spirits, to help you forget your worries and your strife. Text in on 0409-945-945 for a chance to win one of those double passes. It's now time to talk about local cinema. What's happening? Sydney Spotlight. And joining me and regular film lord Andre and our special guest film lord Jared Richards from Sleepless in Sydney is a director, Genevieve Bailey. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Now, you've put together a movie called Happy Sad Man. And I think put together is probably brushing over all that's involved in directing a film. But I wanted to ask you first, cab off the ring, why did you decide to make a movie about male fragility in 2019? Yeah, I feel like I have so many interesting men in my life and often the sort of guys that we see on our screens or ruling, inverted commas, um, our countries or making decisions for our our community, our environment, they're not the sort of guys I'd want to hang out with, to be honest. And I feel like there's so many more interesting um, men that we're not really seeing represented. So I decided to make Happy Sad Man to explore happiness and sadness through the eyes of five guys that I hang out with and admire. I remember I saw the title of this movie and I immediately thought, oh my gosh, this is going to get shredded on Twitter and the public sphere, which hates anything that's giving men a break. Um, is that something that you're intimidated by making this film or? No, not at all. I'm I'm a like intense optimist and I feel like as a woman, as a feminist, the more we sort of ignore damaging stereotypes around masculinity and the more we kind of push, um, you know, men's mental health under the carpet and ignore it. Like, no one benefits from that. No gender benefits when we ignore that. So I feel really glad that actually the response has been so positive that people are talking about the Me Too movement. It's so important. Um, But we had a guy in the audience yesterday in Happy Sad Man who said, you know, we have, you know, one end of the spectrum, which is like high-achieving guys in suits, sportsmen, and then we have on the other end people who are perpetrating domestic violence. And he's like, I just don't represent, I don't connect with any of that. So he felt really glad that Happy Sad Man explores so many different types of men. Mm. I was interested as well, Genevieve, as to if you went into this documentary with any preconceived motions or ideas of what you would find and then if that thesis kind of changed in the process. 
Yeah, well, a big part of my, I guess, underlying thesis was um, inspired by my relationship or friendship with Johnny, who I met when I was in film school and he's more than twice my age and not typically the sort of person that someone my age would hang out with. And people would say, oh, is that your dad? I'm like, no, he's just my friend and he's a musician. And Johnny calls a spade a spade and he has really high highs and really low low lows. So he lives with bipolar. And when he was really down, I thought, how can I be there for him? I I don't know what to do. So I used to ask him when he was up. How can I be there for you when you're down? And a big part of uh, inspiration for Happy Sad Man is, you know, anyone who's listening right now would have a friend who goes through difficult times and sometimes it's like, how do we be there for them? So a big part of Happy Sad Man was me exploring how can we better be there for ourselves and our own emotional needs, but also how can we better support our friends and loved ones around us? So, yeah. Genevieve Bailey, thank you so much for coming to tell us about your documentary, Happy Sad Men, which is showing tonight at the Hayden Orpheum in Cremorne. Yes. We have double passes to give away to FBI supporters right now. All you have to do to win is give us a call, 833-22-999, and let us know that you're a supporter and you'll be heading along with a mate for free to go see that documentary. That's all we've got time for today on Movies, Movies, Movies. Thank you so much, Genevieve Bailey, for joining us for Sydney Spotlight. Welcome. And Jared Richards of Sleepless in Sydney fame. Thank you for coming in, filling in for Jen. Anytime. See you on. Catch you next Monday at (laughs) 10.10 for Movies, Movies, Movies next week. Can't wait. Let's go to a track now from the soundtrack of Happy Sad Man. Would you like to introduce this song, Genevieve? Yeah, this song is a beautiful one. It gets me every time. It's by Nick Huggins, who wrote the original score. The whole thing's available to stream online, and he sings with the beautiful Lisa Mitchell. This song is called It's Really Nice to See You. And if you're driving right now, you want more information on where you can see Happy Sad Man, we'll put it all up on our website after the show, fbiradio.com. It's happysadman.org. Come along. Thanks, Genevieve. You're on FBI Radio 94.5. This is It's Really Nice to See You. Go to the movies Get out of town This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.